I'm Toby Ruckert, uh, I'm the CEO and founder of Unified Inbox, and I'm on the App Guy podcast. The App Guy podcast, straight from your host, Paul, the App Guy, sharing his app entrepreneur journey with you for your enjoyment. And now, Paul, the App Guy. Welcome to another episode of the App Guy podcast. I am your host, it's Paul Kemp. And um, many episodes ago now, at least uh, well over 100, I can remember having a chat with an entrepreneur, a female entrepreneur, who uh, had a, we came up with a really good idea. And uh, it was to do with um, having a word count uh, on uh, when you're putting posting to Twitter. Now, I've uh, discovered a developer who has uh, developed a really interesting app uh, will help us write more. He's going to talk us through his personal journey. Uh, he's done it as a creative project and uh, really looking forward to going and digging into how uh, how he's gone through this process. Uh, his name is David Brett and, uh, sorry, his name is Andy <laughs> Brett. And, uh, it's okay. That's uh, okay. His name is Andy Brett and he is the creator of 500 Words app. Uh, Andy, it's a warm welcome to you on the App Guy podcast. Thanks. It's uh, great to be chatting with you, Paul. Yeah, terrific. Well, I mean, first of all, let's just understand a little bit about you as well as the app, because I understand you've done this as a creative project uh, whilst working. Yeah, that's right. Uh, as uh, you know, my my quote unquote day job is um, is also an iOS developer. I work at a startup in San Francisco called MoveLoot, and um, 500 words was just you know something I. Um, had a personal need for and kind of have been working on um, creating on, you know, nights and weekends and that sort of thing. Um, and it grew out of, uh, I wanted to have a more structured way of kind of getting my own thoughts down and keeping those thoughts in, in, a, in a way that I could look back on very easily and, and kind of hold myself to um, getting into that habit of writing like a lot of people want to do. Well, it's wonderful that we're chatting with you because you are like so many of my audience. You're actually a developer and you've uh, come up with a an idea for an app from your own uh, experiences. And uh, I mean, was it first of all, I have to ask, what's it like working for a startup? Oh, it's it's uh, it's something new every day. It's, uh, you know, um, we're we're growing like many startups are. And so you're constantly um, kind of putting out fires, but, you know, uh, at the same time, balancing making sure that the code that you ship is high quality um, and and thinking long as well as like very immediate short term with uh, you know something that has to be has to be fixed today um, so it's it's very exciting every day and there's there's something new um, all every day in the office yeah I mean again I get so many uh, appeals from uh, the the apps to tribe the listeners listening to this they uh, I think there's a real uh, strong urge to go and work either for yourself or a startup definitely uh, and i'm guessing that you also it's quite entrepreneurial it's quite you know free uh, it's uh, i guess you it's, it's pretty cool the people that you work with are great you know did you move there from a, a corporate or did you go straight from grad school i yeah the uh, the first job i had after university uh, working with 180,000 of my closest friends for, <laughs> Accent for Accenture, um, which is, I'm sure you've probably heard of, is that, you know, it's this huge consulting firm. And I kind of slowly worked my way down company size from there, um, working for kind of smaller and smaller companies and then um, and then on my own for a bit. And then um, move, move the, the current startup has uh, about 60. Well, it's uh, yeah. it's not two guys in a garage, but it's it's you know it's fairly it's fairly early stage. 
Well, I have to confess, and in full full transparency, my wife works for Accenture. And, oh, is that right? Uh, <laughs> uh, but she she never listens to the show. Now I'm going to appeal right now okay. to uh, anyone who is listening. If you know anybody in Accenture, could you just get them to send a quick email to uh, Karen Quambra at uh, gmail dot com? Yeah. <laughs> Literally, I'm putting this out because I would love it if she received some emails saying that, oh yeah, uh, heard about uh, your husband on uh, the App Guy podcast. I think it would make her day. Uh, I'm obviously working a lot on this podcast and. She doesn't know what I'm doing in my day job. So, uh, uh, so uh, this is great. So you've let me just understand the story so far. You've worked uh, for Accenture. You've uh, moved um, to various positions and uh, then eventually ended up in a startup. You've uh, had a, a problem. Uh, you wanted to write more. You uh, created this on your own, I'm guessing, and you wrote the code on your own. And then you've uh, created 500 Words app. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, 500 words, it, like I said, it really kind of grew out of her personal need. I wanted to, I think, what, another way to think about it is, is, um, is like a journaling app. Um, and so uh, I, had, I, had, I had done the Evernote thing for a while. And Evernote, it has, it has tags and it, I think you can, you can find out word counts and you can reminders on, on different notes that you create. Um, so it's one of those things where, in theory, there's this existing product fits all of the criteria that you want. But there's something about, you know, number one, creating it yourself um, is it gives you a lot of uh, joy, first of all, and experience in, in doing that. So that's that's an that's an appealing um, aspect to it. And then also, you know, uh, it's it's about getting the design and getting the uh, the focus of what the app does exactly exactly the way that you want it, all right? And uh, so, 500 words is very. It's kind of a very slimmed down version of what I had been using with Evernote, and it has only the features that I really care. About, and those features are presented in a way that I thought made the most sense. So, it's not this uh, Evernote, right? Has a very broad appeal, um, where I think. Uh, 500 words might have a narrower narrower appeal, um, but it is it is very focused. It does it does that that use case very well. well um, I must I must say, Andy, that in a lot of these episodes that I've recorded, uh, it just seems to me that uh, we've always come back to this central philosophy of taking something that's extremely popular that uh, but, but is a hugely uh, big app. And taking a slimmed down version of something that you use from the app, and then create and creating almost like a spin-off of it, and yeah, and that just seems to me to, to obviously what you've kind of done in a little way, and makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I I, I see it a lot. I think um, there's a, there's a great saying about you know you know you're done when there's nothing else to take away. So you kind of really enjoyable, like I was saying, to to go through that thought process, and you kind of see what. Uh, have done and you kind of realize oh that's why that's why Evernote does it this way or that's why um, that's why Excel does it this way or you know um, that's why Facebook does it this way because you you run into that same design problem and you have to really think through it and it it helps your understanding a lot like I, I uh, uh, maybe an, an analogy is I uh, I recently started doing kind of just some amateur woodworking and so now I have this much deeper appreciation whenever I see anything uh, made from wood. It's like, oh, I know, I know what that person went through to 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 create that, and so it's 
certain way with uh, with writing code. You kind of see um, behind the scenes and in very great detail what someone had to think about. And then because you're thinking about the same thing and you have to solve the same problem. I'm not sure if that's good or bad because, uh, <laughs> you know, you, you get your first the negative reviews and you realize that yeah, know, this, this yeah, person yeah. who's done nothing, you know, no con- contributed, no content or anything, exactly. <laughs> uh, just consumed your uh, app for free is now yes. moaning about it. And, and let's talk about the users. Let's talk about the yeah. users because uh, I, I'm distinctly remembering a chat with uh, Glenn Cooper of Happy Jar, and, and he um, was explaining that journaling apps ha- have one major obstacle to overcome, and it's the uh, retention of users because it's great. We get very enthused about, you know, possibly I'm going to write 500 words a week, a month, whatever, and and yet then it's the, the keeping that up and, and then making uh, the entries and, and just how do you think you're going to overcome that problem of keeping uh, users around? Yeah, that's a that's a really great question. Um, I think there's two things that come to mind. One is that um, I think that the way that you, first of all, you're the one setting, you know, the reminders for yourself. And I think I've kind of made it very intuitive and very simple for you to to do that in a way that that is going to make a lot of sense and that fits with exactly what you want. And so you're setting those up. You are the one that's telling yourself, okay, it's the first of the month or uh, you know, every Sunday night that I want to come back and write. And the other piece of this is that um, one thing that 500 Words does that a lot of other apps do is that um, tagging the content. And so I think there is, um, as you as you build more and more of it, snowballs because now, um, and this is something that I really wanted from the app, is that now you can go back and very easily see here's here's all the things that I wrote um, on the first of the month or here's all the things that I wrote about such and such topic like here's all the things I wrote about my goals or here's all the things I wrote about and tagged with like running right and now you're building this this corpus up and so you can very easily go back and I think that will really encourage people to to continue because they can very quickly see that build um, in the in the interface and then encourages you to to continue and and actually open reopen the app when you get those reminders well I have to also remind the audience that there's another episode about writing uh, from Nathan Barry who's a, a digital marketer and he has a commitment to write um, uh, maybe a thousand words a day or some something like that so so quite a big commitment but uh, what it it kind of it does um, which um, I think was really interesting is it takes a user who commits to this on a journey of creating more than they consume and uh, exercising that brain power and, and so I would just appeal to the uh, appster listeners uh, listening to this right now is that tr- try creating more than you consume and uh, see, see what happens that's a that's a great way to think about it and yeah that um you know one of the things that i was in the habit of doing that kind of spurred me to to do this was i really enjoy um and i was in the habit for a while of doing it actually every single day where the first thing that you do after you wake up in the morning is some set number of words and it can be anything you want it can be just a brain dump it can be what's outside your window it doesn't really matter but the idea is that you start off the day as as a creator uh, and not as a consumer not as you know you don't start by checking your email or checking 
you know, Reddit or Hacker News or you know any of these other things that are that are consumption oriented, and you start by by creating, and I think that's a it sets the tone for the rest of your day. So we have to talk also about passion because I'm just thinking of my own experience. You know, I am more of a podcaster than a, a writer. But what I do is mm-hmm. I get up and and obviously I'm doing a lot of podcasts. But the uh, the first thing I like to do um, weekly is uh, record a podcast on my iPhone as I go for a walk in, at five o'clock in the morning. And, mm-hmm. and what I'm almost starting to think of is, isn't that, it's not taking a break from your passion. Uh, it's just uh, doing some more of what you like doing, but in a different environment. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'm just wondering from you as well, you know, here you are working at a startup as an iOS developer. And then yeah. what you what are you doing in your spare time? You're building an app. Yeah, right. It's it's yeah. I get I get that. Uh, I see what you're saying with that. It's it it does sometimes feel like uh, it's the same. It's like the same muscles that you're that you're exercising both in you know quote unquote work and play, right? Um, think, uh, yeah. I I. I'm, I'm great, also just know, wondering if yeah. like what you're learning from uh, working in a startup, you, you're. I guess it gives you a little bit more creative license over the app. It's totally yours, and you see, so you have exactly. something that you own. Yeah, I think there is there is even um, even with even the same platform. I think there is when you're building something yourself, you have a lot more uh, kind of creative leeway um, because uh, you know if if I see you know and you know this is a uh, I I love how how fresh apple keeps all of their um you know they're they're constantly updating the things that you can um with ios right they're always releasing like new stuff new apis um new ways to interact with the camera and the device and everything like that and so you know uh, you know a personal project like this um can be playground um so you could try out writing some swift code or you could try out um, doing something with geofencing, like you could have um, one thing I, I had thought about, it's not included, at least not in the first version is, you know, if I wanted to be um, reminded instead of like every Sunday night um, uh, to write about something, I could, I, could, I could maybe set it up so that geofence around my house or my office or any other place. And I could get a reminder that, um, hey, when you go to location you you should you should write about some you know such and such topic because it's uh it, that's just a good place for you to write or or what have you so that's something that is kind of new and i think in in a no matter what your your work be the greatest job in the world but you're never going to have like 100 percent um freedom to do absolutely whatever you want and try out new apis that uh, that apple's released so i think that that is what keeps it um, feeling like feeling like play. So what we like to do on this show is we like to uh, try and think of uh, app ideas for the audience, for the app developers listening or people want to try out uh, app development. And uh, we ask you straight out whether you have a, an idea for an app, another idea, uh, or if you do, great, we can talk about it. If you don't, we have another way of fleshing that out from you. Okay. Um... Yeah, 
take I'll take uh, column B because I can't actually think of anything <laughs> else. <that's laughs> like a game show, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I think. Uh, yeah, I tell you, you know, but if ahead. you don't have a, an idea off the top of your head, I mean, uh, I love uh, exploring. You know, you're working for a startup, and uh, if you can think back over the last uh, month to two months uh, of uh, work and things that you're doing and feel like think think about the real pain points uh, that you're going through any real frustrations that you're finding with various things that you're doing it could be very specific or it can be general even about your personal life and then we can walk through uh, potentially a solution because we're all about uh, finding problems pain points and then trying to identify apps that will solve those problems so can you think of a pain point that you've had over the last uh, few months um, well, one, the one that immediately jumps out is it's fairly technical, but I was writing, so I write, um, there's two different apps that I maintain at, at MoveLoot and I have a common library that is shared between them. Um, so common code that, that both of the apps use. And the way I did that, it's, it's through CocoaPods, um, which is kind of like a, a, a library, um, uh, system for for iOS and it just that was like that was kind of, and it still is kind of painful because you have to um, always you have to kind of be switching contexts all the time. I don't think that's really I don't know if that's a great I you know uh, uh, something that someone could like exploit and turn into into an app, but um, that's one that immediately jumped to mind. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, I mean, it's a great, first of all, it's a great resource as well. And uh, I think if you're yeah. listening to this uh, whilst driving or uh, whilst uh, doing something like maybe even running, uh, you can go yeah. to theappguy.co, uh, go to theappguy.co and uh, and it'll be episode 204 and there'll be links to uh, Cocoa Pods uh, and uh, all the other things that we're mentioning here. Well, I actually thought of, uh, well, you so you said running just there and that and that took me off on a completely different uh, uh, tangent. Um but maybe maybe this will be a good idea or could spark some people's interest is um, my my girlfriend is is running a half marathon. And so I had uh, I made this um, super simple like kind of training program app for her. And it's got, um, you know, on each day uh, I wrote out like, you know, the training plan, what you know, how far she was supposed to run at, you know, pace and everything like that. And then there's just this really simple check mark. And when she checks it off, I wrote like a little note, like after she, after she, you know, finishes the run, she gets like a little, it's like a mini reward. Right. And so I think there's, there's, there's a ton of apps out there that, that are training programs, but, um, that, that was one that, uh, that I thought was kind of, kind of cool because just in its, uh, there's not many, maybe that do it um, uh, with 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 that approach where there's like very specific. I, maybe there are. There's there's probably a lot that have like a a coaching aspect. You know, certain goals that you're supposed to reach. Um, yeah, you but, need to you need to check out my uh, episode with Mark Kennedy of Fuel My Run, uh, which oh, is exactly okay. uh, exactly does, that. Yeah, but so, I'm almost so, now thinking yeah. of the reverse. How about this? You know, we um, we often uh, get those running apps that auto tweet and post to Facebook and uh, social yeah, media yeah. about your. You know, I can post to Instagram my the map of my run. How about yeah. uh, how about this? Right, uh, yeah. fake my run. Okay, oh, where, yeah. where it just does these automatic posts. It maybe takes a location close to you and a, a popular running route and uh, will then post to uh, 
your social media and it will give the impression that, that you are doing all this exercise. Right. <laughs> so so anyone wants a, to build that, then... Uh, yeah, there's probably a way to, to game it so that you could uh, you could post it to Strava as well. I, is, is Strava big in the, in the UK? It's, uh, yeah, it's like it, the running up. Yeah. Yeah, and it's yeah, a, that would be cool. And, and then yeah. um, maybe the in-app purchases are if you want to pretend that you've run a half marathon, uh, yeah. <laughs> you would have to pay $4.99 to get the yeah, exactly. half marathon upgrade. There you go. Yeah. Uh, a silly idea, but uh, certainly, um, you know, I mean, I actually have uh, silly apps in the app store that are uh, crazy popular and uh, oh, yeah. you never know what, um, exactly. what takes yeah, off. I feel that way sometimes that it's, it's, there's, a, there's an element of luck to it that yeah. uh, you never know what people are going to find popular. No, and uh, that's the thing. You can't prejudge some of this stuff. You just have to uh, create and get it out there. And it's yeah. the art, art of creation, as um, you know, as we've heard by by people like Seth Godin, who says uh, it's the journey that takes takes you on the art of creation. And uh, you'll find that something then eventually uh, sticks. So um, you know, the final thing is uh, we we can't leave uh, and say goodbye before we ask you about your uh, favorite one or two apps. Maybe actually one or two apps on your phone that. Uh, you use that we may not have come across before. Um, let me. Uh, I'm. Uh, I'm going to pull it out here so I don't miss anything. One second. Uh, this I, is, this is a... what I, love. I have to say, Andy. I do love this show because, like, I ask this question. There's no prep or anything like that, and uh, yeah, uh, literally every single guest has it within arm's reach. I think I've had a few yeah. guests who have actually been using it during the podcast. So. Well, <laughs> <laughs> they've been they've been playing uh, Angry Birds while they're talking to you. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'm looking at my home screen now. I have some of the, the more, you know, traditional popular ones. I use Instagram a lot. I, I really like, um, kind of messing with filters. It's turned me into kind of mature photography junkie. Um, I have Duolingo and Mem and Memorize, which are two popular ones, I think. Um, but those, those are really, really solid for, um, uh, you know, learning a language and Memorize is actually kind of more general than or kind of learning anything. Um, another one, and I, I should, you know, in full disclosure, say that this is one that I, I've worked on, uh, is an app called BeMinder. Um, and so that's, that's one that maybe less, the fewer people have heard of, but it's, um, it's, a, it's a goal tracking app. And so you set, um, you know, I want to lose a certain number of pounds or I want to finish my thesis or I want to, you know, read a book by a certain date. And it plots out a, a track for you to stay on and you can optionally, you can pledge money if you, and so if you, if you go off track towards your goal, you lose the money. Um, so that's the, that's the, um, Oh, I the, love that. I love that idea. I mean, one of my favorite apps is Lyft and we've had Tony Stubblebine, the co-founder yeah, on that. It's, it's similar to Lyft. I think Lyft, um, is more like positive reinforcement where, where be, minder is more like, you know, the, the threat of, uh, punishment, of losing <laughs> the money. So do it's kind you, of, so the, do you actually do lose money? Do you put some, do you link it up to PayPal and then you actually, yeah, you, you can link it to either PayPal or a credit card. And then, um, it actually escalates each time by, but the default is that, you know, the first time you go off track, you lose five and then you lose 10 and then you lose, you, you lose $30 after that. So it, and the, that's, that's intentional so that you very quickly get to, um, a point where the money is very motivational. So you, you know, yeah. if you don't go, if you don't go to the gym, you're going to lose a lot. And so, 
end up well, going to the gym. They need to build an API because wouldn't that be a great feature in a lot of different oh, apps? Yeah. Even like, you know, if you could turn yeah. that on in your app would be uh, like another. They, yeah, they do. They have an API, I think. Uh, yeah. All oh, right. Okay. Uh, it's it's open. Anyone can, um, you know, you can authorize, you can, you can make a, an app that talks to BeeBinder and you can, you can hit the charge charge endpoint for any any arbitrary amount that you like so yeah <laughs> well, this is can, uh, this is i love these ideas coming out because uh, yeah. i would love to be able to uh, penalize anyone who doesn't leave a review and yeah uh, exactly yeah <laughs> <laughs> great okay so if you're listening to this and you haven't uh, left a review for my podcast then uh, you know we're gonna i mean i don't know how we'd actually integrate it into a podcast oh but, yeah uh, <laughs> figure something out yeah, yeah. that's great um, so, okay, well, links to those and others will be on the theappguy.co, uh, episode 204. And, um, yeah, I'll just uh, – uh, there's also a report that people can get if um, it's like shows my top uh, guest apps that have been mentioned on the show. And it's just go to the bottom of my website and it's called free updates and you'll get that. Uh, so, Andy, it's been a real pleasure. Uh, I feel like we've covered a lot. I'm trying to wonder, is there anything you feel like we've missed about your journey and specifically you think would be uh, interesting to the apps to try listening to this? Um, no, I think, yeah, we, I really enjoyed in with you, Paul. I think, um, yeah, I think one thing maybe is, uh, I, for, if people are just getting started, you just got to jump in. Like I, I, um, got into iOS. I had been doing, um, web development with Ruby and with rails for a long time. And, um, one day the, the company I was working on, we needed an iOS app built, and they we initially i I wasn't able right then to jump in and, and do it, but um, you know the people that uh, we worked with, I kind of watched what they were doing, lots of questions when they would um, send code up, and then I just kind of started learning on my own. I, I did the Stanford course, uh, like they have a great free online lecture series about iOS apps and uh, Really, yeah. It's it's you just gotta you just gotta do it, and it's it's really rewarding. Is the other thing I would say. Yeah, I'll um, put that, I'll put that link on the show notes as well. The Stanford because that gets mentioned. Yeah, a bit those are and, uh, yeah, those are great. Yeah, uh, I actually uh, I kind of um, bowed out on that after a while. It, it got quite um, quite intensive. I, I sort of preferred uh, Linda dot com uh, where. Oh yeah, Linda's great too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, you know, for for me, not having a developer background, it was uh, taking me from basics uh, through uh, to um, then, you know, kind of a Definitely. slow build up rather than <laughs> like the uh, yeah. Stanford University straight in. Uh, it's kind of a fire hose. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, Andy, it's been a real pleasure. Thank you so much for sharing your journey. You've definitely inspired me and I hope inspired other people to work for a startup or at least uh, go and do something amazing. And, and if you are working and you, you know, it just makes sense to have a creative project as some something on the side and uh, build and, and you can show that you can do that. So thank you so much, Andy, for joining us on the, the App Guy podcast. Absolutely. Thank you, Paul. It's been a pleasure.